In the time of COVID, it can be difficult for those who have spent extended periods away from their school, their peers, and their friends. At Bergen-Newbridge Medical Center, there's a new program to help children, teenagers, and young adults facing anxiety and depression during the pandemic, and we're going to learn more about it today. Let's talk about it with Dr. Michelle Thorpe, child and adolescent psychiatrist for Bergen-Newbridge Medical Center. This is Wellness Waves, a Bergen-Newbridge Medical Center podcast. My name is Prakash Chandran. So Dr. Thorpe, really great to have you here today. You know, I I just wanted to start by asking, how exactly has COVID-19 affected the mental health of children, teens, and young adults? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. COVID has been uh, very difficult for our our young uh, population of children and adolescents. Unfortunately, it has been a life changer. Many of our children experienced quite a bit of anxiety and depression due to the isolation and the, the just drastic change in their lifestyle. It hit everyone by surprise, and children really took it the hardest, having to stop school so abruptly, having to stop their social engagements, missing the time spent with their friends and their loved ones, the pressure of having to do school online, the pressure of their family members and friends being ill or possibly getting ill from COVID, truly it made a big impact on the children and, and, and teenagers. Absolutely. And one of the things that I was talking to my friends about, I'm a, I'm a parent, is that we actually don't know what the lasting effects of this pandemic will have for children because they've gone through this. And in many ways, they're still going through this. And we might not see a lot of the effects for years to come. Uh, is that something that you're seeing as well? Oh, yes. Yes, definitely. You know, as adults, we have experiences to draw on that often help us get through these difficult times. And children are so limited with the amount of experiences they have. So many of them dealt with it in the best way that they could. So many of them did not, unfortunately. And we're really just starting to see the impact and the the outcome at this time. Children are starting to go back to school right now, um, which of course brought quite a bit of anxiety to most most children. And we're starting to see an intense impact on that where the children are coming into the ER or for outpatient appointments and really verbalizing inability to cope properly. And what are some of the signs or symptoms that you see from that that inability to cope? Is it is there outlashes? Is there physical harm? Maybe you can talk at a high level about some of those things. Oh, sure. Yeah, every child is so different and every, every child has responded so differently to this trauma. But we are seeing definitely quite a bit of high level of anxiety where children are having difficulty with sleep, with eating, difficulty uh, going back outside with their peers. Sometimes the children will be uh, behaving differently than their norm. So a child who is usually very quiet may start to act out and become more aggressive or vice versa. A child who's very aggressive or usually outgoing may become very isolative and not be able to, um, uh, to respond appropriately to you know, socializing with their peers. Often I tell parents to watch out for any subtle changes, such as difficulty uh, with appetite, difficulty with sleep, crying more, being more irritable, anything that as a parent, you know, kind of makes you think that something is not right with your own child. Yeah, that makes sense. So let's kind of move on to what parents can do about it and talk to us a little bit about this new program at Bergen Newbridge Medical Center. Oh, yes. So 
we knew the need was there. There's, as a child psychiatrist, I'm often trying to find avenues for children to get help. And we have instituted a new program, an intensive outpatient program. The name of it is the Hope and Resiliency Center for Youth. This is a program for adolescents ages 13 to 17. However, we are going to be looking at children 11 and 12 years old on a case-by-case basis. And this program is going to be very intensive. It's a three-day program, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday from 3.30 in the afternoon until 7 o'clock at night. It's a wonderful program. We have started already, and we're getting um, really good results and feedback. Children will partake in group therapy, uh, recreational therapy, art therapy, play therapy, They will see a psychiatrist, myself, weekly for medication management. There is snack time. It's socialization time. It's something to engage the children to help them get back into the community. So that sounds pretty amazing. You mentioned group therapy, play therapy, art therapy, and things of that nature. How did you construct or put together this program? Yeah, I've worked in many different facets of, of child psychiatry, such as inpatient, outpatient, group homes, ER. So um, I've taken all of my experiences um, along with the experiences of others you know, that I'm working with. We put together this program that we will be using to um, not only help children with therapeutic needs, but also with social needs. And what kind of results have you seen with the children who have received the treatment in this new program? We are getting very good feedback from the children. They are, first of all, enjoying it. And I find that so important for a child Absolutely. because therapy and, and psychiatric care should never be something that is cumbersome. You know, it's something that I want them to enjoy and to engage in. So they're really enjoying it. They, and and they're, they're finding that they are able to communicate uh, better with their peers and their family. Medication-wise, we're definitely monitoring them very closely, which is nice. So any changes um, needed can be done on a, even a daily basis with the children. And I've had good feedback from parents also saying that they have noticed that their children are acting differently and able to handle stressors differently and communicating more with them. So very positive at this point. So if a parent is listening to this and they're thinking, hey, you know what, this is maybe something for my child, maybe you can talk a little bit uh, about two things. The first is maybe the signs that they might look for to let them know that their child really needs something like this? And the second thing is maybe the age group or demographic that you serve best. I always tell parents, just be very aware. I use your eyes and ears. As a parent, you know your child best. So just looking for any change, um, even if it's a subtle change. Often children and adolescents have a hard time asking for help. Either they can identify their feelings properly or they don't know how to ask for help or, or they're embarrassed to ask for help. So I always tell parents to, to be very aware of what's happening, even if your child is not asking for help. If, as a parent, you are nervous, you're scared, you just know something is not right, definitely reach out. Always the first step could be the ER if needed, if you don't know where to start, or called community resources, such as our Access Center for our programs that we have here for the children and adolescents. Often, parents are also afraid to get the children help, even if a child is asking for help. And at that point, I think as a parent, you have to uh, push away your fears and the difficulty with engaging in, the, in this process also and listen to your child. 
Yeah, absolutely makes sense. And, you know, the second piece of this question is, who do you serve best in this program? Is it, you know, children over the ages of 10, up to teens? Maybe talk a little bit about that. Yes, this specific program, this IOP that we have started, yes, we are going to be serving mostly adolescents and teenagers. So from about 11 years old until 17 years old. Also, it is primary a a psychiatric program. So if a child is dealing with substance abuse as the primary diagnosis or issue, we have another program for that here in our, our hospital. And the name of that program is the Teen Thrive Program. So that's the Teens Thrive Program. And the one that you're discussing today is the Hope and Resiliency Program for the youth. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And if a parent is confused as to which program the child would be appropriate for, just call our access center and we can help with that. Calling that access center is the best way for them to get the information, right? That's correct. Makes a lot of sense. So, you know, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our audience or to just give parents to help them mitigate their child's stress at home? Yeah. As parents, we are going through a lot also. So I think number one is to get yourself some help if needed as a parent, because it's very important. Our our children often feed off on what we are experiencing and and the vibes that we are giving as parents. So definitely get help if uh, you yourself are going through um, a difficult time. Engage more with your child, whether it's through something that, that you and your child can find that you enjoy doing together or just a simple walk together or eating um, at a favorite restaurant, just something that you can talk to your child and, and observe your child in a comfortable and a, in a relaxing setting. And there's definitely help out there. So although it's a very scary and fearful time for everyone, there's help and you don't have to go through it alone. Well, that is fantastic advice, Dr. Thorpe, and I think a perfect place to end. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. That's Dr. Michelle Thorpe, Child and Adolescent Psychiatrist for Bergen-Newbridge Medical Center. For more information, you can call that access center that Dr. Thorpe was talking about 24-7 for mental health and substance abuse services at 1-800-730-2762. If you found this podcast to be helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. Thanks for checking out this episode of Wellness Waves. My name is Prakash Chandran. Thank you so much, and we'll talk next time.